0: If you could be a Saints fan, there is nothing in this world. She, she's wearing the bag of her hand. We've been through some things. How many? I mean, she, this lady has been through some stuff. This this is nothing. What was it like when the boys hoisted that trophy? Like, did, was it was it like waiting to exhale? Like.
1: It probably
0: was. <laughs> Let me tell
1: you, I think for us, I mean,
0: how I love is this worship God? different uh, for you now that you have been through this with God?
1: Oh, it's on a different level. Um, yeah, I mean. what I can say is, you know, it, it's, it's, it's different. Um, you know, sometimes when you I grew up in the church, and you know, when you're in church and you see other people praising and worshiping, you don't know their story. You don't know what they've been through, what they came through, what they've been delivered from. And now I can say that I am one of those people because my story and my journey is just that it's mine, you know, and my praise and my worship now is way different than what it was before. Way
0: different, yeah. Because it, well, I think that was what's crazy. Because it's like the difference between being trained and being deployed uh, is is one thing. Because uh, we've seen and we study that he's a healer, but when you actually know mm-hmm. for a fact that he's a healer, it has a completely different impact, doesn't it?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Now, one of the things that I love also is that you, sometimes people don't want to witness because they don't feel like they have a powerful testimony. Uh, so what is it like for you to have such a testimony? Uh, and is it something that you're always looking to share or do you reserve it for that right opportunity?
1: Um, I think for me, it's the mixture of both. I'm always willing to share Um, because you never know what somebody else is going through, but I also allow the opportunity to present itself. Um, While I was going through my journey, nobody knew. Um, It was a handful of people outside of my family and friends that knew. And it was not until a year after my procedures that I finally went public and said something on social media. Um, but the entire time, you know, I was at home and a lot of my friends was just like kind of silently inquiring, like, she on leave. She's still in Louisiana. Did she get out of the military? Like, you know, what's going on? But I never said anything. I never said anything. Everything was always happy-go-lucky, smiles. It was always just positive. And so it was on my one year anniversary that I finally said something. And the response was overwhelming because so many people, of course, had no idea. And from my initial post, I wanna say it was, a, it was at least a handful of women that you know reached out to me via messenger and shared their journey with me. And unbeknownst to me, these are friends that are on my friends list that I had no idea was going through or had been through the same thing that I went through. And it was all just from me being vulnerable enough to share my story. And it's not that I don't want to share. It's just that I'm very shy. <laughs> I'm very, yeah. I'm very yeah. reserved. But if given the opportunity to speak to somebody, you never know what somebody else is going through or has gone through.
0: I think we all find that out, and that's that's one of the shame uh, shameful things about church right now is that people are shunned and shamed so much for their testimony that nobody wants to share mm-hmm. uh, because we don't. Nobody wants to end up, you know, uh, you know, uh, in the rumor meal. Mm-hmm. But at the same token, it's like, man, once one person is vulnerable enough or bold enough to share you generally find out that there's another 15 to 20 people that went through the same thing but they endured it in private Mm -hmm. because they didn't want to be shamed or they didn't want to be judged or sometimes i was going to ask you this did you keep the circle small because you wanted privacy or because you wanted to keep people around you that were filled with faith or that were just supportive of what you were going
1: through Um. um A combination of both but more so that i wanted people of faith to be praying with me okay. um when you go through something as as serious as you know dealing with a cancer diagnosis number one you don't want to go it's just like with any illness, you don't want to constantly be repeating the story. I don't want the woe is me sympathy. I didn't, I, I want people that's gonna build me up and pray with me and pray me through this thing than somebody to just feel pity for me or sympathy for me because I didn't feel that for myself. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it was just like, I was here today and then next thing you know, I was gone for a year. You know, even at my job, like I told you, it was only probably about five people within my unit that knew what was going on, my commander included. Everybody thought I had deployed for a year because they just looked up and I wasn't there. I didn't say anything, it wasn't a going away, it wasn't a keep in touch, it was none of that. I was gone. And so, you know, the same thing with my family, you know, I kept it from them as long as I could because I didn't want my family to worry, you know, I just didn't want that. So I kept it as long as I could till I showed up. Once I showed up, they kind of knew. When I was flying back and forth, they was like, something's going on, you know? And so finally I told them, and, and just like you said, they covered me with prayer, you know, from day one up until me ringing the bell, you know, at my last chemo treatment, my family covered me with prayer. And that was what I wanted. I wanted that positivity. I wanted that faith base around me through that journey because I didn't know what the journey was gonna entail. I didn't know.
0: Was there? Was it more exciting to ring the bell, uh, or was it really the moments after the bell, like that were just the most meaningful?
1: For me, it's the moments after the bell because ringing the bell to me just signifies that I no longer have to come in here for treatment. Um, It's the the experience after the fact. You know, like, man, when you sit back and just think, this is what I went through, this is what my body went through, you know, it's just, it's like, wow. It's eye-opening. So for me, it's the moments after ringing the bell. The bell is just a ceremony to say that I don't have to come back here
0: anymore. Well, I am encouraged by your story. And I'm and let me say this by the way, I'm not so sur- surprised. Uh the young lady that I met, uh, you were a leader, you were strong, and I knew for a fact that if you could be a Saints fan, there is nothing in this world <laughs> that you couldn't endure. I just I, I just I just say, you know what? She, she's worn the bag of her head. We've been she through some. How many? I mean, this this lady has been through some stuff. This this is nothing. This is nothing. She's worn the jersey for peace sake. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this, if you put that jersey on, you are ready for anything that is in your path. So uh, we we talked about message. We talked about miracles. We talked about ministry, and now it's time to talk a little bit of mess. (laughs) (laughs) So, you do know there is no Drew Breeze. So, I see that smile on your face, but uh, yeah, let's give it a minute.
1: (laughs) I mean, you know, I ain't got no paper bag for you. You know what? I'm going to ride for my boys regardless. I bleed black and gold. Win, lose, draw, breeze, It it doesn't matter. I'm gonna lie yeah. for my boys. Now I go into every season hopeful that you uh, know we're gonna have a good season. Um, so yeah. far the preseason, we doing we doing okay. Y- y'all
0: look better than my Cowboys. Um, so put it
1: that way. I got a couple memes for you that's gonna be ready yeah. this football season <laughs> for them Cowboys. I make sure I send them right your way. Oh,
0: lord. <laughs> look, I'm already getting the ones with the crate challenge. I'm like, oh lord, it's gonna be a long season. Please don't let these boys start off zero and two. It's gonna be terrible.
1: It's gonna, oh. it's gonna be terrible, and you're gonna hear about it. Just know you're gonna yeah, hear about it from, hear it from this one right here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, let me ask you uh, on, on a serious note: uh, as a Saints fan, man, what was it like when them boys hoisted that trophy? Like, did was it was it like waiting to exhale? Like,
1: <laughs> it probably. <took> <laughs> like, what,
0: what was that, was that, that like? like?
1: I think for us, I mean, I love the game of football. I love it. Yeah. And I love my I love my city. I love my boys. And I think when we got that trophy, it was an amazing feeling. And we've just been hopeful ever since, you know, we can't win them all. We, we can't be the Patriots. We can't win them all. But you know, it just it did something for the community. It did something for our city, you know, and it was just it was refreshing. Um, unlock your cowboys. I
0: mean, you yeah. know, we doing like something. We will be relevant again. <laughs> we gonna be relevant again one of these days. Just give us some time. is
1: <laughs> <that's> gonna be?
0: <laughs> I wish I knew. The, the, the Bible say, "No man knows the day nor other or hour." The hour. <laughs> that's that's how we feel. Like, come on now. Y'all need to get this together.
1: <laughs> Look, we're going to give them a fair shot. We're going to start with a clean slate in 2021. We'll see how they show up. Now, the first two games is going to determine some things. Uh,
0: well, let's end this on a, on a serious note. And, uh, and I love talking about uh, trash about sports. But one of the things that you said was uh, one of the nurses, our doctor said to you, she will receive it how you deliver it. Mm-hmm. Uh, close out uh, these last couple of moments with the wisdom that is in that statement as a believer, as a mother, uh, as a leader, uh, because a lot of, uh, well, I I want you to expound upon it because it's the receiving and the delivery. uh, That part, it's kind of got me like, that was really, really deep.
1: Um I will say that with the receiving and the delivery I think I know for me that the way that you deliver and the way that you believe is it plays a very important part in the outcome and because my mindset was positive from the very beginning, A lot of my friends and family will tell you that most of the days that they talked to me, they FaceTimed me, they saw me, they would have never knew or thought I was going through what I went through because of the positivity that I chose. It was a mindset that I chose to have going forward. Did I have bad days? Absolutely I did. But I can promise you that, like the old folks say, my good days outweigh my bad and it doesn't change the fact that i had them it was just the fact that i chose not to put the energy and effort into them so when you choose to make when you choose to make your delivery a positive one then yeah. the outcome to me is positive as well yeah so
0: that's That's that old life and death is in the power of the tongue type of thinking in, in, uh, or as a man thinketh, so is he. You know, these ideas of how you have to perceive things, how you have to articulate things, uh, how you have to explain things. And so that is, that is deep. And I want to thank you uh, for spending this time sharing with me. Uh, And I know it flies, like, man, that that
1: flies by. It did. (laughs) it flies by. (laughs)
0: uh and uh, of course i'm gonna keep in touch and, and always just kind of follow your story um and uh and look forward to hearing some more great things and seeing this celebration where, where that app at again
1: where the app at right here we got yeah nine months that- 23 days till i get my check <laughs>
0: And on that note, we gonna close this thing out. Let me let me go ahead and close it out. Awesome. Thank you so much, here. Thank you. Look here, guys. I told you we had something special in store. Uh, as, if you didn't see that, that app was the countdown to retirement. Uh, such an amazing woman with a great story, uh, and I'm honored to know people like this. To be able to have these discussions, to gain such a wisdom, to explore and to hear people's life's journey. Uh, and all it takes is just a simple question uh, and to be willing to to listen. And also, you got to do a little digging. So sometimes it's digging and asking the right question to extract that wisdom. And so I hope that you've been blessed, uh, much like I feel like I've been blessed by this dialogue. And so we'll see you next time on uh, the podcast, Pastor JDO3.
1: I love you. Thank you, Pastor.